Hey, this is Scott. And Burke. From the Davis and Davis Show, the podcast for everything Ohio. Two guys who met at the University of Akron and have a love for Northern Ohio. We talk about everything from entertainment to motorsports to fine wine and spirits. Do you want to get a little insight on Northern Ohio from the perspective of two middle-aged men? Well, as we say, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit down, relax, and listen. New shows every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. Just go to www.redcircle.com slash Davis and Davis. Or find us on Apple Podcasts, Prime Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Check out our Facebook page at Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. And we just don't care. Welcome to the Cleveland Sports Fan. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Burley and the Fan. We have a special guest tonight. Mr. Oshimaita is joining us, and we're going to discuss, would you call it a game that we saw tonight? I, I thought it was a game. It was, it was a long night. You stink. Ugly. Uh, Penalty every other play. Our Washington football team (laughs) and the New York Giants went at it tonight. Uh, Very close game. Very close game. Surprised with that. Uh, Ended up being 29-27. New York Giants pull out. That's not right. Yeah. It was thirty. It was, it was thirty yeah. to twenty nine, and and right. I'm going to have more fun tonight at Lake when the Leopards come into town and play the Blue Streaks. Here we go, New York Giants twenty nine, Washington Football Team the Deadskins thirty. Uh, ended uh ended with a a botched field goal first, and I well, didn't believe- botched. He just missed it. Oh, that was botched. I, I, yeah, I didn't see it that way. If if you are oh that goodness. close, if you are that close to the field goal, you make the field goal. He missed the field goal. He, he got a redo it. because of a, of a penalty. Like he, it, you can't. Like I said, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a better time tonight at Lake High School when the Blue Streaks <laughs> play the Leopards. That I'm going to be having more. Um, I, I mean, I had fun watching this game. It's an NFC East um, rivalry game. I get all that. High scoring turned out to be. I get all that. But I'll tell you what. The Washington football team, they're in trouble. They are in trouble. I know they won the game tonight, but they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have won the game. 
Hopkins missed the field goal. The Giants got called for the penalty. Hopkins makes the second one. We celebrate. But the fact is, last week, Washington gave up 424 yards. And this week, they gave up nine yards shy of 400 at 391. Now, why is Daniel Jones running the ball into the end zone two times in the ball game? Yes, one got called back because of the penalty. But he's running the ball 50 yards down the field. This is supposed to be one of the best defenses in the, in the NFC and in, in the National Football League. Like, what are we What are we seeing here? All right, so, <clears throat> yes, th- this game was – it was so perfect that this game came down to a penalty on the last play of the game because that's all it was all night long. Some good, some bad, but, yeah, you know what? Washington, I'm starting to wonder if we over – not we – but all of us overrated their defense because Daniel Jones is is a good young quarterback, but he's not elite. No, he's, and he's and, still and they growing. Held Saquon Barkley to what forty one yards, I want to say, and I think all of it came on one carry. If Saquon, I Saquon had fifty seven yards. 41 of them, 41 of those yards was on one play. But here's the sad fact. He had 13 attempts. And their offensive line is awful. And they just lost a guy to a broken leg. Uh, Daniel Jones, to me, looked like a quarterback that has some promise. It's going to take a couple of years for him to grow into it but he has some promise. Heineke, I, he had one interception. He still threw for 336 yards, which is a, a lot of yards. Uh, but that one interception came at a time that that really could have cost him the game, really should okay. have cost them the game. Okay. The stupidity of the penalty is what killed this entire game for both teams. Right. It, 81 yards, 80, 80 yards in penalties for both teams. Unbelievable. Now, let me say real, something real quick. Daniel Jones looked to me tonight like you're watching a T-ball game and you have one good player and you either got to stick him on the pitcher's mound or you have to stick him at first base. And then he just has to run around and get every ball because all the other kids have no idea what the hell they're doing. That's what Daniel Jones looked like tonight. Like it was him or bust. Let me ask you both a question here real quick. And well, they start- did have Graham Gano. Right? Yes, they do. Was it 35 in a row? Wow. I'm going to let's I'm going to ask Burley this first. And and this is something that we all talked about earlier today. With Gibson on the Washington football team, wouldn't it really help this team to pull in a quarterback like Cam Newton? Oh. Oh boy. 
I called it. I, I just, I, I can't do it with this Cam Newton stuff anymore. I just can't. We don't even have, we don't even have Jake on the show, and you're bringing up Cam Newton right now, man. I'm actually, but, happy that Jake's not on the show right let's, now. Let's look at it in perspective. If you had Cam Newton behind the ball with Gibson. Now, now your running game becomes a huge threat because it's not just one person. You, you've got to worry about Cam Newton as well as Gibson. Gibson's a good running back, but he's their only running back. So when he comes oh, out there, everyone knows everyone knows where the ball's going to go. McKissick is not bad. He's like a Kareem, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. They gave him the ball four times. He made 10 yards. All right. No, he made more than that because he caught it. Well, he catches the ball in the backfield a lot, though. Okay. That's, but that's, yes, I, that, I'm, not, I'm not even talking about reception wise. I'm talking about the rush. I think Cam Newton on uh, Washington is a better fit. And I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that by the end of uh, the season. But, I mean, Heineke didn't play bad. Let's not forget, he did have the game-winning drive leading the team down the field to put Hopkins in position to make that field goal. So it's not like Heineke is the issue. For me, it's the defense. The defense, for me, is the issue. Because going into the season, the issues – were quarterback play. And now you have quarterback playing just fine after having to be a backup. The irony in the situation is just mind-boggling. Now, granted, the, the football team tonight did have four sacks, and none of them were Chase Young. So that is a very positive uh, thing to take away from the defense. But, man, 30 points. Uh almost 400 yards again. Uh, and this isn't the Chargers we're talking about. This is the this is the Giants, the New York football Giants. So, I don't know. It seems to me that, that Washington is going to be in, in some trouble. And I don't know. Da- Dallas may just run away with that division. Bob? Okay, well, okay, to the very last thing you said, I don't think Dallas is going to run away with that division. Um, but as far as Washington goes, here's the thing. How many teams are in the NFL? 32. There's 32 DMs. There's 32 player personnel guys. There's 32 head coaches. There's 32 coordinators. And Tyler Heineke has been a backup. Right. Okay. This team defensively on paper as we always say, has the chance to be one of the best defenses in the league. But they haven't shown it in the first two weeks. Right. Now, is Cam Newton an upgrade? Absolutely. His (laughs) former coach is coaching that team. And I know what he said this week, but he said what he had to say. He didn't say how he felt no coach would but i'm going to tell you what by week five 
if Cam is not on the Washington football team, I would be completely shocked. I would have to I really do agree with this. I I think it's I think it's a no-brainer that he would really help the offense of this team. Plus Heineke needs a veteran quarterback to play under. He's still got to learn how to play football. He's going to be a good quarterback, I think. Okay, a good quarterback. But they have aspirations. Well, doesn't every team have aspirations? For what? Exactly. What are their aspirations? Uh, Hey, like I said, uh, on paper, the defense was one of the best in the league. And, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, yeah, whatever. He's played on every team but the Browns, I think. But, you know, they thought they could do something. They have, they have some weapons. They have McLaurin. They have Gibson. They have some weapons. They felt like they could win that division. But they're not going to win it with Tyler Heineke. And if they want to throw Taylor, away Taylor, it's Taylor Heineke. Taylor, whatever. That's how irrelevant he is. He, had, he led the team down the football team he led them down for a game-winning drive something baker mayfield didn't do last week (laughs) okay yeah but baker mayfield was was not playing the giants no 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 i get all that but in, in like regardless the guy wasn't even starting the the season he came in last uh last week this was his first start of the season. He didn't even start the game last week. So Heineke comes in, and in his first start, uh, drives him down t- for, for a game winner. Like, regardless of Hopkins missing the first field goal or not, he still put his his kicker in position to win that game. So we can't – like, Heineke's not anything to be talking about right now. In my opinion – in my opinion, the focus should be on the defense. Okay, but what takes you to the playoffs? A quarterback. And defense. Absolutely. They have the defense. Where, okay, but okay. where where has it been? Where's the where? been given up 800 yards in two weeks to the Chargers You're and correct. to the Giants? But do you have more faith in Taylor Heineke Taking them to the playoffs or Cam Newton taking them to I the I have playoffs. zero I have zero faith with them going back to the playoffs if the defense continues to perform that like wasn't this. My, that wasn't my question. I have more I have more uh, I would I would say Cam. I would say Cam Thanks. would make me feel more comfortable than Heineke, but like I said, you've got to focus on the defense. And Heineke hasn't done anything to lose that job. Burley's got a point there. Heineke has not done anything yet to lose that job. Uh, And you can't bring Cam Newton in as his backup and say, well, we'll see, because then what's going to happen? You've got Cam Newton breathing down his neck. And what's Cam Newton? He's a superstar, whether you want to believe it or not, he's a superstar face. 
he's just a polarizing guy. When he's if he's in the locker room as the backup, Heineke would not perform well. I wouldn't bring him in as the backup. If I brought him in, he may be the backup the first couple of weeks just to get him into the system, which wouldn't take him long because it's his old coach. I mean, uh, both of you make good points. I I don't know where this is going to go. Heineke was not the quarterback of choice for this season. So, you know, I don't know. I I like, I like adding that, that threat of a, a second running back, whether it's a quarterback or not. I I sincerely love the way that the Cleveland Browns play with, with Kareem Hunt and, and Nick Chubb. And I think that you need that double threat to, to make it in, in this league anymore. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not uh, yeah, I, I would agree with that for sure. Now, I mean, now, you don't have to have two dominant running backs. But when you got one and one A. Here's the thing. When you've got the threat of the rush going off to the left as well as off to the right, it it causes the defense to have to split up. You have a much better chance of of getting that ball down the field or getting the first down. All right. Can I say something? Sure. Scott, you're going to understand this. Ryan May, I'm not sure. This is the closest thing that I've ever seen to Mac and Biner. You had you had Mac, who was Nick Chubb, who would run people over, but he could still catch the ball. And you had Biner, who's Hunt, who was kind of that scat back, but he's big and he could take us to the house at any time. And what did that do for a guy named Bernie Kozar, who wasn't athletic, tripped over his own feet half the damn time, threw the ball sidearm, but had a great career. Ran like a giraffe. He ran like a giraffe. And it's, I'm not saying Baker Mayfield's Brent Kozar because he's more, he, I, I believe he's more gifted athletically. But those, um, two, those two dudes make his life so easy. You kind of lost me when you started talking about uh, those running backs because I don't know those guys. I know who Ruben Drones is, I know who Trent Richardson is. Um, I know who Jerome Harrison is and Terrence West and Isaiah Crowell. So I don't know who this is that you're speaking of because I wasn't alive around then. Um, but yeah. Well, do yourself a favor and Google Ernest Biner and Kevin Mack. I know who they are. I know who they are. Just don't, just don't put the word cocaine in. Yeah. Afterwards, because you'll get a bunch of different stories that you don't want to read. 
You remember, the Kevin, remember the Kevin Crack stuff? Oh, man. I'm calling a high school football game tonight, fellas. <laughs> Why is Louisville playing a federal league team? Um, Louisville's not in a conference right now, so they have no choice. They have to play who they can play. They're playing teams well, like Poland. They're going to get killed. Uh, we'll see. Well, well, since we've slipped off of off of – football or national football um isn't it safe to say that that most likely Medina's gonna go to the state championship again or i mean man this year man that would be uh i i don't know i'm not i can't pull for medina because i pulled for anybody in stark county we wouldn't cover medina so but yeah that that's not a it's not a bad look here, Scott. It's not a bad four look no. this year. They're far no right look. now. Not a bad look. I haven't seen them play this year, but hearing about them, reading about them, uh, seeing some some of the opponents that they've been playing. Yeah, not a bad not a bad look over there, Scott, with the uh, with Medina. My battling bees are are yeah. literally look. looking looking like they are some badass mfers. There is one game I am looking forward to tomorrow for my own personal gratification is St. Ed's is going to beat the literal shit oh, out of Masco. Out, out of Akron? Maslin. Oh. Wait, didn't they you go to Maslin? Roy, are you outside of your mind? Where'd you go to high school? Central Christian. Oh. How about you? It wasn't by choice. How about you, Ryan? I went, I graduated. I graduated from Louisville. So the actually tonight, um, the game Louisville and Lake, it's gonna be I wish it was at Louisville, man. They treat me really, really good when I come there for a broadcast. They treat me very, very good. Lake did too. Lake Lake does a great job, but I man, if that game could have been in Louisville. That would have been a perfect Friday night. It's going to be a perfect weekend. This when he going- says they treat him well, it means they feed him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'll explain this. I've been in the entertainment industry for 35 years. Yes, I know what being treated well means. <laughs> yeah, and then they, you walk up and then you see the door that's closed and it's it's got your name on it, the sign that says, you know, you know, Ryan Bevere on it. And then you, you walk in, it's all nice. And you've got, you know, a fruit basket right there. And then you can, you got a mini fridge. You can grab some water, some Gatorades. Whenever the term craft services is mentioned, you know that you're actually going to be treated well. Yeah. And then you walk out of the press box and then bang, they've got a whole, Sometimes they'll do it inside the schools. You got to walk in the school, the cafeteria, whatever. But a lot of the places, they'll put it right there in the press box. They'll get some stuff from the concession stands. They'll bring it up and get a buffet of food. It's a, it's such a great time. I just love it. I just love the weekends in the fall. Where'd Bob go? Uh, he's floating right now. Dude, well, I that was it. That was it. I mean, he, he was just a guest on the show, right? So he decides when to come, when to go. 
there's some guy across the street that's going to call you in like 30 seconds going, hey, there's some man peeing off of your front porch. <laughs> man, oh man. Or they're going to call and say, hey, sorry, we didn't mean to shoot that rocket through your front windshield, your front window. <sighs> okay, now you, you brought up something earlier that, that I kind of sat back. Uh, it was the whole idea and premise of what I'm planning on doing on the Cleveland sports fan show on, on Tuesday. And, uh, uh, you, your father brought up Mac and Biner and you were like, don't know anything about that. That don't know anything about that. I I want to have, I want to have a discussion on Tuesday going back and forth between you and your brother and me and your dad. And we're going to discuss. Wait, 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 wait. The Cleveland. Br- now, 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 don't wait, wait, wait. I'll, uh, let me finish, please. That show is going to be based on us talking about how we view the Cleveland Browns as a millennial and how we view the Cleveland Browns as somebody who's seen them almost go to the Super Bowl. So, in other words, somebody that's old. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Right. We have to have uh, different perspectives on this. We, but, we have to have different perspectives on this. And you're right. And it's actually an interesting conversation. But the thing is, is that over the past two months you know we we've talked about the cleveland browns we've talked about the cleveland indian your kids have never seen the cleveland browns good until now where where we see things a little bit differently and and i think it's going to be an interesting conversation uh because of the fact that that bob and i did see the Cleveland Browns almost go to the Super Bowl four times. Yeah. Yeah, it was 40 years ago. It wasn't 40 years ago. Yeah, it was sorry, 40. 50. No, it was 30 years ago. But Man. it it also brings up but it dude, also brings up me, the, but to me it feels like it just happened. It, it brings up the fact that there's different expectations for somebody who's older and for somebody who's younger. I mean, I mean, yeah, but you should, you should at this point after 30 years of dealing with the same thing that I've been dealing with for 24, you should understand that you you just take anything you can get at this point. uh, uh, Why why would I, (laughs) I remember Don Cockroft. I remember Brian Sype pulling game after <coughs> game out of his ass in the last minute of the game. There was a reason that they were called the Cardiac Kids. This, because. This, this, yes, Bob? No, I'll, I'll let you finish. I, I don't like interrupting. You know, it, I think it's going to be an interesting thing to get the take of the younger the younger sports fan now. Okay, so my thoughts on that aspect is you're you're right. I didn't even go back to Psych. I went back to Cozart. 
But yeah, okay. I was like 10 years old when they played the Raiders in that game. And they had a 13-yard field goal to win the game. Does that mean I'm older than Time expires. And they elected not to kick the field goal because it was negative 21 degrees outside. And they incited through the pass. Mike Davis intercepted it, and they lost. Fast forward about three years, Sype leaves, and then we get Bernie Kozar. The first year Bernie Kozar's there, we go to the playoffs for the first time since 79. We lose to the Miami Dolphins and Dan Marino by about three points, I believe, and we, we, we held with them the whole game. And that's when they had Mark Clayton and Mark Duper and, and, and all those guys. <clears throat> and then we get Webster Slaughter, Reggie Langhorn, Ernest Biner, Kevin. Ooh. We still have Ozzie Newsome. And we go to the AFC Championship game four times in the next five years. And don't cash in on one of them. And yet, and that's why oh, that right there, my friend, is why you would be bitter if the Browns won a Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield. Admit it. No, you're insane. Dude. I don't think any. No, no, no. You're no, no. insane. That's not what I was implicating. What I was saying is my aspect of it is different than yours because since you were born. The best quarterback they had before now was Tim Couch. I don't know about that. Johnny football. Can't forget about no. Johnny football. You never saw a good quarterback until now. Oh, sure. I have Johnny I've football. Seen, I've seen three great Brian Hoyer, Colt McCoy, you, you Brandon say, Whedon. You can say Tim Couch, Wallace. Tim Couch from the University of Akron. Hell, Derek Anderson. My alma mater, man. Fry, Brady Quinn. You guys guys are forgetting the best one ever. Oh, wait. I think Charlie Fry was the one from Akron. Uh, Spurgeon Kaiser. No, Spurgeon Win. Come on. Spurgeon. Man. Man, man, man. So it's a different. Hey, look, it's a different perspective. It doesn't make one, one person right or one person wrong. It's just the way we look at things. I look at the Browns right now and I have ultimate hopes. But there's that one little thing in the last part of my brain every week that goes, this could go the other way. Well, I'll tell you what, the only thing that goes through my head when I think of the Browns this season is Tom Brady. The only thing I think of. The end of the year. The only thing. The only thing I think of is Tom, is Brady. Tom Brady at the end of the season. That's who we're going to get. And it just sucks. It's unfortunate. But you got to make mean, it through Kansas City first. Ye- oh, you know what? There's going to be no issues there. I do yep. not worry about Lamar Jackson. I do not worry about Baltimore. I do not I'm worry. Gonna- I'm going to say something right now, and, and you can bookmark this if you'd like to. I don't think the Browns rode to the Super Bowl 
will have to go through Kansas City because I think Kansas City will be beat before they would have to play the Browns. By who? Buffalo, Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. San Diego or Los Angeles Chargers. You've got the Steelers making the playoffs. Playoffs? They have an outside shot. Oh, man. They have no shot. They don't have, they have any shot. They have no shot, my friend. I don't even think Baltimore is going to make the playoffs. And I said that before they lost to the Raiders. I would I, I would pick Pittsburgh over Baltimore. I was gonna say your your dad and I have have been counting Baltimore out for about uh, halfway through last year. We said that they were pretty much done. Other teams have figured out Lamar Jackson. It's well, plus they have no running game. It's a it's a moot point. Uh, but but. I don't know what team. I don't know what team in the AFC is going to challenge Kansas City. Besides Cleveland, see, I don't. I yeah, yeah, Buffalo. I'm not giving up on them. They looked awful. I I, know that. I can't Uh, give. I can't give up on Buffalo yet. I think Josh Allen's a hell of a better quarterback than what we saw on Sunday last week. That that was a horrible game. I'm all out on Tennessee. On Tennessee, I'm all out on Tennessee because if Derrick Henry can't run for 150 yards, they can't win a football game. They can't win a football game if they don't have the lead. That's true because they can't run the football. Right, and they have no quarterback. They and can Ryan throw. Tannehill is nice. I mean, Ryan Tannehill is like... (laughs) That's like saying Jones from New York is nice. Ryan Tannehill is like Kirk Cousins. You know, you're going to get what you get. I mean, I don't compare them quarterback-wise, but Tennessee, I am so out on them, and their defense is awful. Hey, we're only going into the second week of the season. We have no clue what's going to happen yet. I still have faith that Buffalo is going to be a little bit tougher. San Diego or the Los Angeles Chargers. Ah, you just did it. The Los Angeles Chargers, I think, are going to be a a handful for every team. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they could but, they could be the number one seed in the AFC. In, in my I'm opinion, a, I I think you're right. I I think that. As I said last week, you can't worry about Kansas City. If you're a Cleveland fan, don't don't freaking worry about it. You got to worry about the San Diego Chargers. If you get through the San Diego Chargers, Kansas City will take care of itself. I'm going to make another bold prediction. Uh, I, I think we're all waiting. Justin Herbert and... Um, Keenan Allen will have the most receptions between a quarterback and a wide receiver this year. I love to hear that. My fantasy hookup right there. I mean, I I think, man, I'll tell you what, I think they can. Even over Brady and Antonio Brown. Wait, you weren't a Justin Herbert fan this in the before the season started. 
I was I I would love Justin Herbert when he was drafted. I said he was underrated. You hear the crickets? I don't know. I, I, I hear the crickets. I don't know. It doesn't sound. It doesn't sound authentic. It doesn't no, sound like I, you're being. I, uh, I flat out said Justin Herbert was underrated. I mean, Burrow went first. Burrow went first. Tua went second. And what Herbert go like sixth? We may have to go check the clips. There, I'm, Scott. I don't I'm, know. I'm. I'm really seriously sitting back going. Well, you didn't give Herbert's team any chance in the season when we went through all of the teams. I'm pretty sure I had them at like 11 and 6 and maybe in the playoffs. Um, I might have to go back through and. But in the meantime, you're discrediting me without. No, 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 no. Nobody discredits anyone here. No, I love Justin Herbert. We just basically say you're wrong. I think that is a yeah. The boo, yeah, the booze discredit you enough on this show. (laughs) There's booze. (laughs) Booze. Whatever. I don't give a shit. Hey, 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 hey. I don't care. That's that's an that's one of those words I have to edit. Oh. (sighs) Anyways, on this note. Uh, we're we're about to take off here. Any last notes from you guys? Did you take note of what uh what time that was to go back and edit the edit the clip? Uh, it's already taken. Uh, yeah, I I hit the button. Okay, all right. Make sure you hit that one now too. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> anything anything from this upcoming weekend that that excites you? Oh, it's going to be a great weekend. I love the weekend in the fall. Come on, man. Tonight, um, I'll be at Lake High School where the Blue Streaks will take on the undefeated Blue Streaks, I might say. They will take on the winless Louisville Leopards. They're looking for their first win of the season. I'll be in the broadcast booth with my broadcast partner from ESPN Cleveland, WKNR, uh, Mitch Bala. He'll be with me in the broadcast booth and on Q92RadioSports.com. You can hear that play-by-play coverage with me and my partner, Mitch. Saturday, we've got college football. I can't wait for it. I love it. And then, obviously, Sunday is the best day of the week with the National Football League. You can catch me in Cleveland at First Energy Stadium losing my voice. I'm going to lose my voice this weekend, let me tell you guys, with Friday night's football game and then Sunday Barking in the dog pound. It's going to be an electrifying weekend, and I can't wait. One o'clock in the afternoon on CBS, we'll have the Cleveland Browns. How about you, Bob? Anything going on this weekend? Anything exciting? No, nothing like that. I mean, I'm just chilling out and going to watch some football. And... That's about it. Man, sounds like you got a busy week ahead of you. I tell you what. <laughs> it's the best be time a of the year. Long weekend hey, for you, you. You never know when they're going to need a Jedi, so I got to stay uh, kind of under the radar. All right. Well, 
This has been Burley and the Fan with our special guest, Bob, this weekend here on the Cleveland Sports Fan Network. Uh, please visit clevelandsportsfan.com to listen to any of our podcasts. Uh, on that note, I think we're going to take off here. And remember, Tuesday's show is coming. Hey, can Everyone I ask prepare. a question? Can I ask a question? Sure. Is there an app or not? Um, is there an app for what? The Cleveland sports fan. Uh, no. Okay. That was my question. I mean, we, we are on Apple podcast as well. Go to Apple podcast and search Cleveland sports fan. But there, there is no app. Okay. It was just okay. a question. I don't I, know why I'm getting... You can go to bed now. We love you, Bob. I don't really take a nap. (laughs) Take a nap. (laughs) All right, everyone. We'll catch you next week. Everybody have a good Cleveland Browns weekend, and we will have victory Monday once again.